Welcome to the Mum Boss Podcast, hosted by me, Renee O'Neill. I'm your host, life and business coach for mums, and a mum of two myself. I'm here to help you be the present mum you're wanting to be, whilst also having a successful business, because you can have both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You have come to the right place if you're a mum who dreams of time and financial freedom and wants to be fulfilled in life alongside motherhood. This podcast is a place where you can come to be inspired and empowered whilst also getting tangible tips, advice and strategies to help you in your life and business. So let's dive in. So a big welcome to today's guest, Lisa, to the Mum Boss Podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. I'm excited to have you as well. So Lisa, I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about what it is you do. Awesome. Yeah. My name is Lisa McCard and I live in um, Nebraska over in the United States. And I was a high school Spanish teacher for 10 years and teachers are the best at juggling all kinds of things. Um, I left teaching actually in December of 2021 and I now work, I call myself mostly a digital organizer. I'm going to explain more about that in a minute. Um, but I work as a digital organizer and an online business manager for online business owners. And I really love working with membership um, owners. I'm basically the person behind the scenes that helps really creative people with fantastic ideas. I'm the one in the background, like making sure all the nuts and bolts work and here's how we should organize this, or here's how we should declutter this, or have you thought about that? Or, Ooh, maybe we should design the resource, you know, like this because X, Y, Z. Um, so that is what I spend my days doing now. Mm, I love this so much. And I'm so excited to have you here because organization is my jam. And I love that you kind of specialize in digital organizing. And I think that's a concept that you know, we can use in life, but of course in our businesses as well. So I'm very excited to have you here. So I guess for those of us who, you know, may feel like we're not so organized, we may feel like we're a little bit of a hot mess in all kinds of areas. What are some great starting tips for people? So here's the thing um, with digital organization, especially I work with a lot of people who do consider themselves organized when it comes to like the physical realm, like their houses or if they're teachers, classrooms, and things like that. But digital organization is like a whole new ball game. They, they struggle with that a lot, um, sometimes because it's not tangible. You can't actually touch it. And um, sometimes because it like disappears, you know, it's not like it's piles actually on your desk. It's, you know, stuff on a computer and you close your computer screen, and it kind of goes away. Um, but it really, it has a huge impact. So some easy, easy in air quotes I'm making here, some easy places to start when we're talking about digital stuff. And I'm going to come at this, you know, from a business owner standpoint. So for example, let's talk about like your email inbox. If that's really overwhelming for you, a really easy place to start is with old emails. So go back, you can actually reverse sort your email inbox. If you use Gmail up at the top right-hand corner where it tells you how many emails you have in your entire inbox, if you hover your mouse over that, it'll actually pop up like newest, oldest. 
when you click oldest, it's going to take you to the very last page of your email inbox. Um, and if you do this in your inbox, you'll find old things. But if you click on all mail, which is all of your mail, um, it's usually more than your inbox. It'll take you to the oldest emails. The first time I did this, I think it was 2021. And I found emails, I want to say from 2013. And that's a really easy place to start because if it's 2021, you find emails from 2013, you probably don't need them anymore. I did this with a client once. Um, and I think it was 2022 when we did this. And she had emails from 2006. And I was like, I don't think you need these. Um, but starting with like old emails or old files, if you use Google Drive, you can sort them by date last opened by you. And you can find files that maybe you haven't opened in years, not just files that you've had for years, but you literally have not opened them for years. And that's a really good place to start because it's usually easier stuff to delete or let go of, or you definitely don't need. And then it starts to build momentum and it kind of builds that decluttering muscle as well. Um, so it's an easier place to start to take out a lot of like the bulk of stuff so you can really start to see what you actually have and kind of like dial into those more recent files or emails that maybe are a little more important, maybe are gonna take a little more brain power. But definitely starting with old stuff is a great way to do it. You can do that. I work with a lot of teachers and um, the downloads folder is a place where a lot of people like they download stuff and it goes to die. And so old things, you can do that in your downloads folder. You can do it in your Gmail or whatever email you use in Google Drive, Dropbox, you know, wherever you store things. Old stuff is a great place to start. Mm, I love that there are such tangible tips as well that, you know, we can go away and implement straight away. And it is quite fascinating that when we dive into our old files and our emails, just what we can uncover and we're like, oh my gosh, that's been there quite some time. And I know one thing that I personally do in the digital space is each week on a Sunday, I do a weekly reset. And part of that reset is I go in, I clear out the downloads file. I go in and go clear my inbox. So I actually have no emails in my inbox. They're sorted in a file, they're deleted wherever they need to appropriately go. And my gosh, just starts the fresh new week with such a clean, nice slate, knowing that everything's organized where it needs to go. Um, and that that just feels really good. <laughs> I love this so much. I'm like over here on the other side, like, yes, like so, so happy. And it's habits like that. That's what keeps you organized in the digital realm. It's having those weekly resets or when you finish a work session, like um, I download a lot of stuff for one of the memberships um, I work with. Like today we had a conference this past weekend and I was downloading all the chat files and video files and graphics and all of this. And as soon as I get done with my work session, I open up my downloads and I empty it because I don't need any of that anymore. Or if I, you know, downloaded it from Zoom, I'm going to back it up like the right space and it's coming out of my downloads folder. And also when you do that, when you have that weekly like reset or at the end of your work reset, 
when I was a teacher, I, and I still do this, <laughs> I would, I would put stuff on my computer desktop that I kind of temporarily needed. And I didn't have the time to file it where it needed to go, or I was going to be using it for like that day. Like, oh, I really need like this schedule, whatever document, like really easy access. But then I could see it on my desktop. And when you can see it, it's so much easier to like deal with things like, oh, I'm done. I can delete that. Or, oh, this needs to be filed. I didn't have time to do that earlier. And so by having these sort of like routine cleanups, it just makes the whole process so much easier to deal with. And as you were talking, Renee, one of the things I thought about too is when we're going through these files, especially as business owners, um, I started in the online business space in 2019. And when you start out, you're learning so much and you're downloading every opt-in and every lead magnet and every freebie and all the trainings and you're going to all the free summits and taking all the notes and stuff like that. And when you start like cleaning things out and you go through your old files or you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to go through like my learning folder that I have where I keep all of this, right? You find things that as you grow in your business, you've like outgrown. Like, oh, I don't really need this training on really basic SEO stuff because I'm four years in, like I know what alt text is. Like I know what a long tail keyword is. I know where to, how to do the research and find it. Like I don't, I've, I've out, not outgrown this maybe, but I've like learned I actually don't need all this stuff anymore because now I know it. And so that's just another thing I kind of thought of as you routinely clean stuff out, you can get rid of the stuff that you've outgrown that you now know as a business owner. And also then you have room to bring in like new things to learn and you can actually see those new opt-ins or trainings or whatever. So you can actually see them and use them and refer to them and actually get value out of them. Mm, I love that because I feel like when you declutter, whether it's physical or digital, same thing, it's, mm. it's just such a cleansing process. You feel so good about it and it energetically frees up that space for more of the things oh you do want. So I, I really love that. One thing that I find with some of the clients that I work with is when they have businesses, they're doing all the things in their business. And yeah. sometimes they don't feel like they've got this place to put some things. You know, they might have a lot of their processes on their mind instead of in a, in a place. And so I like to use a project management system. I personally use Trello, but I know there's Asana, there's all sorts of different things that people use. And there's, I don't believe a right or wrong. You just use whatever system and program works for you. But I like to use Trello where I can store all of these things. So what is a platform that you recommend and how do you utilize it so that you can, I guess, clear the mind of all the things that we've got going on and have a place where we can be organized, where not just ourselves, but team members we might have or people working for us can also access what they need as well. Oh my gosh. I'm like over here. So excited. Like, it's so fun. I knew this would be such a great conversation. It's so fun when you get to like really organizing like nerds together because you get a topic. Oh, project. Oh my gosh. How much dialogue we talk about project management systems. Okay. Project management system and project management is kind of like a big, scary term for some people. Don't be intimidated by it. If you are, even if you're just starting out your business, like it's been a month or two months or a year, whatever, 
get yourself a project management system. And here's a little secret. All a project management system is, is a really fancy to-do list. That's all it is. Okay. So, and Renee is right. There are so many tools out there. Everyone has their favorite. I like Asana. Um, A lot of people use ClickUp now. It's kind of like the hot new tool as we're recording this. Um, I also really love Airtable. I don't use it for my project management system, but I use it for other things. But you know what? Also too, when you're starting out your business, sometimes you're like, oh, this is another thing I have to learn or another program I have to buy. I don't have, like, I just, you can do this in Google Docs. You can make a table in Google Docs and there's some really great features that are super easy to put drop downs options, like drop down menus in a Google Doc, check boxes. You can assign it to people if they like are in the same organization as you in Google. So don't be put off by what we're going to talk about because you think it's really complicated or oh, I have to learn another thing. You could also just type it up. I like to think of project management systems as really like your one-stop shop for everything you need for a project. So I'm going to go back to this example. Um, One of my clients, we hosted a conference, an online conference this past weekend. And so in Asana, our project management system, we had a section just for that. And in there, I had everything we needed. So the Zoom link, um, all the Canva images, like links right to Canva, um, all of the speaker information, the schedule, like everything we need for this. And here's the magic of it. I open up Asana, I go to that project, and with one click, it takes me right out to the Canva images that I need to work on, that I need to update, that to put into Kajabi where we're posting putting the replays. Um, It also gave me like one click access to just every single asset I needed for it. And why this is so great, it's a little bit of work. It's on the front end of a project, but actually not, but it's a little bit of work and not, but, and it creates a clear path for your project and it saves you from having to open up and like log into a million different things because it's all just one click away. And I have an eight-year-old and I know when you are a mom, especially if you have really young kids and you're running a business and maybe you also have another full-time job and you are building this business in these small pockets of time Having a project management system makes it really easy. If you have 20 minutes, you can sit down, open it up. Okay, where did I leave off? Oh yeah, I'm doing this. And where's the, you know, image? Where's the copy? Where's the whatever I need? Oh, I linked it right here. Good job past me. You've just saved future me 10 minutes of my 20 minute work time, figuring out what I need to do and searching for it. Um, And that's really what, a project management system does. As your business grows, and if you're going to bring on like teammates, you're going to hire people, or maybe you're going to have a VA, or maybe you're going to hire someone to like do a part of a project for you. It makes it really easy for you to share all of the key information with that person. It's all in one spot for them. Um, It's also some people will use these same platforms we've talked about um, to store their standard operating procedures or their SOPs. Again, big scary term, 
All it means is it's instructions of how you do things, how you run your business. And again, like Renee said, it's so good to get this stuff out of our head because then it's not taking up mental energy in our brains. And we can then pass it off to somebody else because I might know how to do something. I know the way it like it done, but my VA can't read my mind, but she can watch a screen recording or she can read some bullet note instructions that I did, maybe with some screenshots. And you might think, oh, well, like it's just me. Well, it's just you right now, but in the future, it may not be. And this sets you up for success. And it might be something like, for me, um, I built my own website initially and had to like buy my di- bio domain and connect it and like do all this stuff and like set up my email service provider and verify my domain and all these things that you don't do every day. But I rebranded um, about a year ago and I had to do all of that again. And I was like, oh, I really wish past Lisa would have like just recorded all this so I could have remembered exactly where to click or, oh, hey, look, there's where I made that mistake that cost me like a week and a whole lot of frustration. Yeah, okay, don't do that again, you know? So sometimes it's also great just to document these processes if it's something you don't do all the time. Maybe it's something you do once a year and you don't wanna have to figure it out from scratch every time. Put it in your project management system or in your hub, you know, with kind of that project. Maybe it's like, I don't know, you're registering a domain again or something. Um, And it just saves you so much time in the long run. And it saves you a lot of mental energy. Um, I was a psychology major in college, actually minor in college as well. I studied psychology. And when you get into the psychology of all of this, it's really interesting when we get into things like decision fatigue and cognitive load, which is just how much mental brain energy you have, um, things like having a project management system, being decluttered, being digitally organized, um, it all comes into play with just how much mental energy you have because your brain does not care or distinguish between physical clutter and digital clutter. It literally does not know if it is a pile of papers on your desk or a whole bunch of files in Google Drive, it stresses out your brain the same way. So every single thing we can do to make life easier digitally, just it it's the effects, the positive effects of those all add up. And it makes running a business easier, makes being a mom easier, it makes being a person easier. And so that's why I just get really geeky about it and really passionate about all of this stuff. Mm, I love it so much because as moms, we are busy enough as it is. Our lives are full. Our schedules are full. We often have busy brain where we are, we've got to remember so many things each and every day that then you pile business on top and it can feel very overwhelming. And I definitely find that being organized in business digitally and having my project management system makes life so much easier. And as you touched on, it actually helps you be more productive because you can make better use of your time because you're not retracing steps a hundred times over each and every time you sit down at your desk to work because you've got these things in place. The other thing that I wanted to touch on as well is the fact that you were saying that, you know, even with a project management system, it's important to have that in place, even if it's just you as a solopreneur at the moment, because 
I know for me, I mean, I'm a digital organized person too. I love me some organization. So I've had things put in place from the very beginning. And I was so grateful and glad that I had done that because when I got to the point of hiring a VA, which is a virtual assistant, um, you know, I had these processes in place. I had everything set up ready. So when I onboarded her into my business, we were ready to hit the ground running. And so it is always good to think of the future and not just for right now and how much easier it will be on yourself if you have these things in place. And the other side of it is, like you mentioned, you know, recording some of the processes and steps that you do. You know, you can put together almost like your own business manual of how you're running your business. And then when you get to that stage where you might want to hire somebody or a team member, you have this all ready to go and you will be very glad that you have done that work in preparation. Exactly. Because it's one of those things and you don't have to do all of it all at once, you know, but it's one of those things. If you do none of it and let's say in two years, you want to hire a virtual assistant or you want to bring someone onto your team and suddenly, oh, now I need to organize everything. Now I need to document all these processes. Now I have to like get all this stuff out of my head or out of like these random notebooks. I am the worst at having random notebooks, by the way, because I also love handwriting things and I, I have a lot. Oh, now I, what? Oh, well, that's in the pink notebook. Oh, but that's in the top flip notebook. Like that doesn't help my virtual assistant, you know? And if I don't do any of this and it's two years into my business, I now have two years of things that I need to document or organize or that my virtual assistant needs to document and organize. So, you know, if you can do it as you're going, just little by little, it's it kind of breaks the mountain down into a molehill, I guess. I don't know if that's a very good analogy or not, but you're doing like a little bit each day versus having to tackle the giant, you know, task that it is if you're several years in and haven't done any of it. So that's a really good point, actually, because one thing that I was working with a client with recently is she was saying she's feeling very overwhelmed by her physical space. Her home is feeling very unorganized and it feels like too big of a job. She's like, I don't have the time for it and completely understand, you know, time is a thing. And so I said to her, how about we break it down into small manageable pieces? You know, whether you set the timer for 10, 15 minutes each and every day and tidy what you can, or just focus on one drawer, just tidy and and declutter and tidy up one drawer. And so I think that's a really good point because you can just do it as one task at a time. You know, if you're just organizing even one digital thing a week, that soon adds up over time and it's definitely worthwhile. Yeah, I so I work a lot as a digital organizer. And part of that, like, I'm never the person that says, oh, we got to do all this. You need to sit down for a marathon. Like I'm very much small habits add up to big change. And a lot of times I, I work with a lot of teachers because I was one for 10 years. Um, and they have a lot of files, like thousands of them. And some of them are really important. Some of them aren't. And so I say, you know what, you can even set a goal to like, process, you know, delete or archive or file 20 files a day. That's it. And that's going to maybe take you 
probably five to 10 minutes, depending if, you know, what files you're in, if they're those old files or ones you actually need to open up and look at. And they're like, well, great, that does nothing. But okay, full disclosure, I've got my calculator out because I taught Spanish and not math. And there's a reason for that. So if you process 20 files, and we're going to do that five days a week, Monday through Friday, because we're not going to spend our whole lives doing that. That's 100 files a week. And then you do that for four weeks in the month. That is 400 files you've gotten through in one month and you've done it. And that's just 20 files a day. And like I said, that's maybe five minutes a day. And a lot of people, when they do this, they'll do 20, but a lot of them maybe are kind of junk or they're like, oh, I don't need this, 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 this. And they can instantly delete like 10 of them. And they'll maybe do like, 30 or 40 files. Um, and when you do that, it is this, these small, consistent habits that eventually just chip away at the problem and they do it in a sustainable manner because being a teacher is hard. Being a business owner is hard. Being a mom is hard. Like, you know, and we want to do things that are sustainable. We want to get habits that we can work in And that become part of how we work, like a Sunday night cleanup or like emptying your downloads at the end of your workflow or, you know, going through maybe once a month, you have like a really big, like kind of overhaul checkup and kind of clean out stuff. Um, But we want them to be sustainable. And I don't want you to spend hours, you know, cleaning out files and decluttering organizing. And like Renee said, when you break it down, small things. And, you know, you clean out actually. So <laughs> I, I consider myself a minimalist and this was a journey that started a long, long, long time ago. Um, but you don't start decluttering and like becoming a minimalist by going through your family heirlooms. Okay. You don't start with that. You start with one section of one drawer in the bathroom and you get that done. It feels really good. And then you do another one and then, oh, look, this whole drawer is done. And you feel a sense of accomplishment. And again, I was a teacher. And if teachers say they're not control freaks, I think they're lying because I think all teachers have a little element of control, but it gets kind of control in this one small drawer in your bathroom. And then you do the next one and then you do the next one and you do half of a shelf and the next one. And you start with really small things and the momentum builds. And again, that decluttering muscle, that organizing muscle, those new habits of putting things where they go, they start to become second nature. And the same thing happens in your digital space. The same thing happens in your business. The more we do it with these small, sustainable, consistent habits, the bigger result we see. Um, I read a lot, like a lot, a lot. I read fiction. I, I struggle. I will get through a 400 page fiction book in about 36 hours. But a 200-page nonfiction book will take me months because I can't get through it. But except for Atomic Habits by James Clear is a fantastic book. It's on Renee's bookshelf behind her. And um, one thing I really love about it is he talks about getting 1% better. And if you get 1% better every day, I can't remember what the numbers are. I really should know them. But the overall cumulative effect at the end of the year is like staggering. You've gotten a lot better. Again, I didn't teach math. Please give me. 
Conversely, if you get 1% worse every day, (laughs) the overall effects are staggering in a negative way. Um, And he tells this great story. I think it was the British cycling team about how they were terrible and like a couple of years later were world champs or something. Um, But I, I think about that a lot in a lot of aspects of life. About just getting 1% better, it doesn't feel like a lot of the time, but it is and it adds up. And so I think especially when we enter the world of digital organization and digital decluttering where you can have a ton of stuff because it's not actually papers on your desk, um, it can feel really overwhelming or the situation can get really overwhelming um, really quickly. But if you can remember, I just need to do small, consistent habits, get 1% better, like each day, just get, you know, stay 1% better every day. That's really all you have to do to see really big results. Mm, I love that so much. And I think that takes the pressure off as well, because if you're listening to this and you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I've never looked at my emails before. I have never gone into my downloads file before. I have got most of my business steps and procedures and tasks in notebooks and not in a digital space. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is really big. At least you can go, okay, breathe. (laughs) We can figure this out one step at a time. And breaking it down like that does make it feel more manageable. And I think too, when you've broken it down into very small little steps and you accomplish that step and you see the result of, oh, that feels really good. You then have that motivation to want to keep going as well. So like you said, it becomes sustainable because then you can go, okay, well, I can do this again tomorrow. And quite often you you might go on to achieve far more than you were originally set out as well, because you get in a rhythm of it. And I don't know about you, but I get in the flow of it. And all of a sudden I'm like, I'm going through it. So <laughs> I think it's good to hear that, you know, we can just break this down into, into small manageable steps and that will really help take that pressure off. And it'll reduce the stress and it'll reduce that mental load that we often are carrying as well. So I really, really love that. So I guess for listeners who have been listening along and they're like, my gosh, I need to know more about digital digital organization. How can listeners best find and connect with you? You can find me online. My website is lisamch.com. You can find me on Instagram way more than I should be. I'm Lisa J M C H there. Um, I spend most of my time in stories. Every Monday I share like a, I say it's a weekly challenge, but I really don't like challenges. So (laughs) every Monday I usually share just one quick tip, like, um, Hey, here's something you can do this week. That'll actually make a difference. Like it's actually Monday as we're recording this. Um, and today's tip was to send yourself a bookmark email. Cause, um, the first of the month is coming up and say, Hey, like March starts here. April starts here. August, August doesn't come after April, <laughs> but like the month starts here. Um, and you know, send yourself some email bookmarks to like chunk up your email inbox to help organize it and make it more manageable. Cause look at that, make it smaller, little baby steps, make it manageable. Um, and I just spent a lot of time on Instagram sharing tips and geeking out about things. So, um, lisamch.com or lisajmch on Instagram are the best ways to find me. I'd love if you reached out, send me a DM and be like, Hey, I listened to you get way too excited about digital organizing. Can you like, tell me about XYZ. Yes. For these poor people, sometimes they send me, someone sent me a DM once 
about file names and if I put spaces in my file names or not. And she got like five minutes of voice memos back and like screenshots and explanations of like various systems and their pros and cons. And she was very excited and she loved it. But I was just like, oh, you did not know what you were getting in for when you asked me a question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that so much. Well, I will pop all of Lisa's details in the show notes. so You'll be able to easily go ahead and click on those. But Thank you so much, Lisa. I could have chatted to you all day about digital organization because it's also my jam. Um, But thank you so much for being here and sharing all of that value with us. You are so welcome. I appreciate you having me on, Renee. And yeah, like you said, anytime I find like a kindred spirit to talk about organizing with, I am all for it. So thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To learn more, you can go to reneeoneal.com. I'm so grateful for you being here and super glad you've taken the time out for yourself to tune into today's episode. If you loved the episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so you can catch the next one when it's released. Also, if you share this podcast to your Instagram stories and tag me at renee.oneal, I will be sure to send you a little gift straight to your DMs as a thank you.